Yo, it's Real Life Dale. Here with my boy Clock and John, and we about to chat it up. Let's chat. It's the pod. Yo, it's Real Life Dale out this bitch. I'm with my boy Flock, and he about to have a baby like a motherfucker. That shit is crazy. I know he mad nervous. He's sipping the wine. <laughs> my boy John, he just came back from his grand opening of the store, getting money. Dog shit lit. Let's chat. Dale's got to turn it up a couple volumes to get it comfortable. I like it. I like it. So you opened up a store, John John? Cousin, Riddle, uh, Rockingham. Nice. Tobacco store. Cool little venture. Sponsors. Sponsors you, sponsoring the pod. What's the name? Uh, Four Seasons Tobacco Outlet. Okay. Yeah, you got that one in the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you leaned in on that one. Yeah. You got a name picked up? For, yeah, uh, Layla. Mm. What's the middle nice. name? Nice. Delilah? Lila, Delayla. That's crazy. Dylan always hits Emily up, so you're going to name her Dylan? I'm just uh-huh. saying. Oh, no. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy. Yeah. Nobody calling for that shit. No. Yeah, yeah, yep. I got this new hat, right? But I was going to wear it the other day, but I ended up going with my other hat. And now I wish I would have went with this hat. You feel me? Well, what? You feel me? But like, oh, whatever. It's just, but yeah, Flop, what you got to go with today, dog? M, M for Morris. Oh, you switched that joint up? Yeah, you switched your, switched your layout up too. Which You in a, a different part of the bedroom? Yeah, th- no, this is the bedroom that I was in the first time that looked oh, really. That's the guest joint. Yeah. Nice man. Yeah. Man, John Wall got traded for motherfucking Russell Westbrook, and Leandro got signed, which makes yo know, the bars the goat. The goat. Oh, we gotta yeah. put respect on the holidays. Yeah, yeah. The holidays is dope. That's cool. But yeah. the holidays, like, I don't even know if the holidays knew that was gonna happen. Motherfucker <laughs> been saying that shit for five years, bro. Nah, that shit tough. That shit Somebody tough. Was an eighth grader and a sophomore have been saying they all going to the league. That shit is wild. Yeah, I can't believe how long it's been. It, it doesn't feel like they've been talking about that for as many years as it's really been. But it's been a minute. Yeah. He got that bare minimum contract talking about this is not even protected. It's just total. You might fail and we're kicking you out. I was hoping the Hornets got him for real. That's fine, though. You find because you get the bare minimum in the NBA, that means you can go overseas and get 400000 That's true. You get the non-guarantee in the NBA, that's, that means you can you can play overseas forever. That's true. So he's good. He's straight. Don't be a hater, Flop. I'm not a hater. I'm not. A hater. I'm definitely. I'm definitely not hating on these consistent listeners that we're getting. I got to give them a shout out. Shout out to the listeners. You know? Shout out to the kids. Shout out to Flock hating on the mixed kids. That shit makes me sad, dog. I, I love the balls. Balls. Yo. 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 I really love Tina, dog. Uh, y'all probably never watched the show, right? Yeah, don't switch the topic too fast. We got the teaser. <laughs> we got the teaser for Instagram. <laughs> I love the balls. I love the balls. I like the ball family a lot. You feel me? <laughs> I like the ball family a lot. Tina, the demo of a woman, she had a stroke and lost like all her ability to talk. You feel me? LeVar's just been nursing her back yeah. to health, dog. So it's dope to see them all. I'll still go to the league after that. So fuck y'all. Yeah, that's fine. I like the ball family a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing nobody really cares about that. <laughs> yeah, I 
feel that. Fuck that, dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, give us a follow on Instagram. What's our John? Uh, views from the chair. Yeah, views from the chair pod. We have like 40 followers now. Probably a hundred by the end of the week. I ain't really started following people yet. Now people just find it on their own, dog. It's mostly my friends and shit, but still, we getting there. Still lit. We getting there, dog. We getting there. Follow us on Twitter with the chair views. Leave us a comment and let us know something that you want us to discuss. Maybe mental health related. Maybe just current days related. And. Even give us a shout out on YouTube as well. I'm getting mad feedback too. People love Flock of Voice. Oh, you know. Yeah, they love your voice. Oh, no, he was a natural narrator. He was natural. He was natural. said he was meant to be a therapist with that voice. No bullshit. <laughs> it's crazy listening back to your voice. Like, man, I sound nerdy as shit. <laughs> I'll be hating. I'll be like, Flock sound like a dweeb. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad I'm not as street as you all this time. I was being me, not being you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a flip. The goat. What a flip. You know, I was um, thinking back about last pod, and I kind of want to stay on this this topic of uh, conceptions about therapy or, like, perceptions about therapy, because I felt like, I feel like not only is that something that's not really talked about, like, what therapy actually looks like, and I thought that... Um, we've kind of got this running conversation going of uh, what it would look like to be in therapy and what that even means. And I felt as if when we were talking, we, we kind of got centered around this word of self-serving mm. and, you know, that's pretty much something that's came up in every podcast so far. And I think that that word, I don't know why, but it's like a bit of a trigger for Dill. And it to, I think it starts to mean, that looking out for ourselves mm. and that's totally not what I'm meaning. So I want to try to change that. It's trigger for Dill. Dill's always like, I, I don't look out for myself. I watch <laughs> out for all my friends. He did say that. He did say that. Uh, his outlook on life was kind of a shambles. He told me I don't like it. But yeah. <laughs> so let's change it to, um, we're always self-regulating. Okay. Now, I like self-serving better. I mean, we can stay with it, but I, I felt like, let me just explain what I meant by self-regulating. We're always thinking things. We're always feeling something. And throughout any point in our day, we're doing something according to that. Whether that's like, I want to help this person. Or whether that's like, this person hurt my feelings. Or I want to do something nice. That is all about a feeling or a thought that we're having. And it doesn't mean that we can't be compassionate people or naturally wanting to help others. Cause I agreed with y'all on that. Y'all were like, well, I feel like people naturally help others. And I'm, what I was trying to say is those things can happen simultaneously, but what gives us the insight to help another person is something showing up for us saying, I want to do that. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this, though, bro. Okay, let me let me keep going then. So, what's the que- what's the question? I don't really have a question. I guess I'm just wanting to touch back on that point of um, therapy being about us, and the fact that when we go to therapy, 
we're addressing ourselves. And that's why, um, and that, that seemed to be something that was kind of like a bit of a disagreement that we were having about what therapy would be about. Was it? I mean, am I wrong? Wait, does it, what, you don't think it's about yourself when you go to therapy? No, I do. I do. But I was saying, no, nah, it's definitely about yourself. You're not going to therapy unless you're both thrown. Okay. I, I was just thinking you gave a little more guidance than, than John, you got geek. You a little thrown. You're going to say a little thrown. <laughs> you a little thrown. We have a shame and they flaws and shit. You could be a little thrown. Crazy. Little that's, thrown. That I'm just saying, just the okay. word, and it's just funny. That's, that's the throw, motherfucker. They're not blunt enough. You could be a little thrown. You go to therapy. You got something to work on. I just thought that it was a little more guidance instead of like a more of a mind game type shit. Okay, let, that's maybe that's. If you watch it on TV and shit, like I, I fuck with The Sopranos. I don't know if you ever watched it. <clears throat> like it'll be a lot of like back to you, so you can figure it out. But they be giving advice and shit, dog. They be giving advice. Was that where we where y'all disagreed on the advice part? Yeah, Flocka don't give advice. There's I guess that's the difference between friends and therapy. Therapy is more of like a yo, I'm gonna take it in. And I'm gonna make you think about like what you, what your best option is. But a friend would be like, "Yeah, I think you should do this." Right, exactly. And I think it it was perfect that you brought up the idea that what you've seen of therapists is on TV because I think that's what 99% of us get our idea of what therapy is like from TV, from books, from movies. And therapists are this quiet, they're quiet person. They're thinking very intently. They're like obviously unhappy with what the client is saying, right? They're like, you, they got this kind of smug, almost judgmental look sometimes. Now, I don't know about that though, because I just watched the undoing because the button plot was talking about it so much. Yeah, that was good. On there, that shit was spot on. She just sitting back there, just asking little questions. Boom, boom, boom. And the therapist right. on glasses like that too. I love this. That's a great show in case y'all don't watch it. But <laughs> no, it was classic. It was good. Even though I was kind of mad that the guy all of a sudden was like, pretending he was super normal for like 99% of the show. And then at the end, he's like about to jump off, jump off a bridge. Well, don't people have like, like breakthroughs to where like, couldn't you have like a, like a, a, a brief moment of realization to where it's like, yo, all right, all this shit really happened. I was bugging. Now I'm here. Yes. And with the typical person, what I was upset with at the show is that usually a narcissist doesn't have that breakthrough. That's Ever. the whole reason they're a narcissist. Yeah, they usually <laughs> deny it till the end. I had that breakthrough to where he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to get booked for this shit. Like, I'm about to do life. Let me just jump. I think a, a, a non-narcissist might, but no, I don't... I killed, my, I killed myself way before I went to jail for life. <laughs> right off the rip. You said before. <laughs> before I do life, fuck up, heal, all that shit. Gone, so. <clears throat> Easy. Easy dead. But that's knowing you did it, though. That's knowing I'm gonna get life. You know, regardless. Okay. You about to do life in jail? We not that. No, nah, I'm saying as long as I'm, I'm saying if is if you know you did it. Jail, if I'm you mean, want trial for it, you like ah. Uh, if you but if you didn't do it, you want trial for it. You still jumping? I don't know, bro. I'm a pessimist. So I might be. It's <laughs> going down, dog. They about to smack me with the book, guys. This <laughs> 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 shit going. <laughs> That shit could be going great for me. I'd be like, damn, that shit look him <laughs> Just the fact that they could possibly give it to you, like, fuck I'm it. Done. I'm done. Yeah, you ever, like, you ever think about, like, you ever think about, like, when you get old, you know, if you'll be asking to pull the plug? Yeah. Yeah. You, would you do yeah. it? Yeah. 
Hey, what if I'm like 48, right, John? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if I ever become a vegetable, you got to pull the plug. And then like a month later, all of a sudden, I'm a vegetable, dog. They come and they like, yo, John, the son is Will. You have to make that decision. You got to pull that, John, dog. You pulling it? Yeah. Damn, that's fucked up. You're not going to give me a chance to live. <laughs> that's I would. If you ask, they, like, like, if you a vegetable, like, forever? No, I'm changing my mind a lot, dog. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> No, How long would you wait? Like, he said, "There, yeah, that motherfucker be looking at you with the blank face, like this motherfucker <laughs> let me live, dog. I told him, kill me. <laughs> you just try to sit there communicating through your eyes, like let me live. <laughs> trying to squint and shit, like motherfucker, you left me alive, dog. <laughs> That's it. I wondered that too. Like, how long do you let the person live? You know, no, do they? That's fucked up. Do they give a time frame? Do they say pull the plug after a month? If oh, I you're talking about a vegetable. Like you ain't talking about a coma. You talking yeah, about I'm vegetable? Talking about like a brain dead. Yeah, like a vegetable. But, yeah, but like do people couple. bounce back from the brain dead? Very, I don't think very, they do. very rarely. Very rarely. Like it's it's like a chance of hitting the lottery type shit. I mean, it's Sheesh. happened in history, but it's it's damn near impossible. Back to full function. And then they don't like it's not like a time frame, but like that shit's red. That shit ain't cheap. Hell no. That shit ain't cheap. And after a while, I think it's like a week or two in the hospital, they got transferred you to like a long term care facility. You just laying there. Mm-hmm. So, so is there an amount of money that y'all would be like, oh, we're stopping at this amount of money? That's when we got to call it. On the bill. start trying to sell their houses and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, you don't got to do all that. Like, I mean, you fucking up your real life. Yeah, yeah. Life, be cool, bro. Chalk that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's kind of tough. My kids wearing lugs and shit. Imagine selling your house and they still die. That's what I'm saying. Three years later, so you got three years of holding my fucking clammy ass hands. No, dog. <laughs> Pull that motherfucking plug, dog. He gone. The fuck out of here, dog. I would be kind of tight if my loved one wouldn't give up the house for me. Mm, facts. No, not really. But I, I, was, I was trying to take a hunt. <laughs> Wait, but I, I might, I might give up my house for the. I mean, I would give up my house for. That's the thing. They know we would, and and just like we know they would. So you saying now, don't do that shit. Let me. Uh, that's a that's a tough decision though. Because then everybody's gonna have their opinions on. But it. if it's like a coma though, like yo, you gotta let them live through the coma. Yeah, if it's a coma, just let me rock. Hopefully, but they got it. Brain activity and shit. In the coma. Different levels of brain activity, so they'd be like, "Yeah, this, this activity is like damn near saying no, not gonna happen." Mm. So, what function would they be like? Nah, this job going to where? So you like, nah? I, I, you gotta give me like two weeks. Give two, me weeks. two weeks. That, John, now. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah I need two weeks in that, John. Then you can pull that shit. After okay. two weeks, but then. Yeah. Ooh, I would hate to have to do that shit, though. Well, pull that shit. Yeah, because I'd probably be right up like, damn, what if we waited five more minutes, dog? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you're going. That's the fucked up part, because you're going to think about that the rest of your life. You're going to be like, damn, if I just waited another day, that motherfucker might have woke up. Yeah, he would come right back. Yeah, the rest of life. That's just yeah. waiting for him for Nah, we getting off topic. I, I might. I need at least two months. You need to give me at least two months. Two months? Yeah, you need to give me a second. He said, I'm not giving up too much. Because what if I'm just resting? Like, I'm just in there relaxing, chilling. Body recharging. You know, 
two months. By the two months, if I pull the play out two months, I'm going to have a hell of a fucking uh, obituary for you, though. Hell of a uh, IG post. I'm going to have that shit fucking rough yeah. drafting while you're sitting there. Yeah, Dylan, would, all he would do is just repost it on his story. <laughs> They're putting different hats on you and shit. Yeah, have, you, have y'all noticed, John, you notice how much Dill posts his golf game? Yeah, because I'm nice, bro. I'm about to go pro. That shit is crazy. I've been wanting to too. I want to let you know, like, man, when when you're in your backswing, it looks nice, but like in your forswing, you got to keep your head down because, like, you really, <laughs> you go down and you yank it up the last second. Let somebody else watch the ball. Critiquing the game, I see. You know? Nah, but that's cat. <laughs> Critiquing the game. I'm about to go pro though, and it's crazy because when I be posting, I'm like, damn, this shit gonna give me a lot of bitches, dog. All these golf posts and shit. It's going what? Be loving them. They be like, damn, don't you be golfing this shit? Get you a lot of what? <laughs> who, who got the counter going this episode? <laughs> no, man, I wish I could tell you all this story that happened to me today. Go for it. Yeah, we here. We here. Nah, we good. Nah, you can't say I'm going to tell you this do story. That. In front of all the people? Come on. You may, yeah, come on. You're wasting time right now. What oh you God, doing? Go ahead. All right. We'll talk later. That's like, crazy. Hey, it's too much. It's a lot. He's scared. No, yeah. <laughs> no, but I seriously think that um, I, I think that there's a real big misconception on what therapists are like. I really do. And I think it's because of TV and movies. And I think it paints a real bad. Like how many therapist shows have I seen where therapists has like fucked all their clients or drugged them? <laughs> what, what was the, what do you think the best example of a therapist on TV was or a movie? I feel like. I mean, honestly, maybe the one. The show that we were just talking about. Um, I'm doing. Now you see The Sopranos, bro. I, I haven't, but it, all the ones that I have seen that are even close are still really far out because they make that shit seem like it happens like right away, and it just takes so long to build up into. The Sopranos show was the boy with that therapy, damn near. First like five seasons, and then his therapist got raped, and she knew. That yeah, he's damn. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> bring it in because therapists can't bring in their own individual shit into the joints of security yeah i just think it it kind of paint even if we know that this is a movie it still plants a seed in the back of the mind that says that plants a seed that says that this isn't something i want to go to yeah. like that's the whole thing with trump right he we know the shit that he says is mostly wrong, but it plants a seed in the back of your mind, like, damn, what if the Democrats are hyping up the coronavirus? Like, yeah. just in the back of your mind, just a little bit. It's there, even if you know that it's false. We just had that talk at Thanksgiving, dog. <laughs> oh, my God, my brother said, they're going to keep taking away our rights until we fight them. <laughs> I said, who are you fighting, motherfucker? <laughs> 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 who are you about to fight? Them. <laughs> you didn't have an answer for them? Uh, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't for shit, bro. He's about to move to Alabama. He's like, they don't, they don't care about that shit out there. All right, bro. He, what the fuck? He serious? Okay, yeah, serious, bro. You don't be believing that shit, bro. They said like eighty-five percent of them motherfuckers don't think bro really lost that junk. What eighty-five percent of what Republicans? His followers, dog. What the fuck? They don't think he really lost that shit. And then they just do a recount, and he lost by even more. Yeah, they still yeah. don't believe that shit, bro. Come on, man. That motherfucker's been a cult leader. That's what he's looking like. Yeah. That is like when you're hooping and you say, run it back, and you lose again, and you're like, you keep yeah. saying, run it back, like, yeah. trying to prove that you're going to win. 
That's just nah, that shit like you lose and then you say we won for real already. Like you ever do that? You lose and you be like, man, we won like two points ago for real. I gave you like oh we was just fucking with the score. No, that's not no, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. Remind me like, I was going best out of three a couple weeks ago, but yeah. Um, that's big cat. Well, y'all was hooping and somebody yeah, won. We ain't hooped in I months. I was like, yeah, let's play one-on-one. We had mad hype, and I just had a scorching real quick. Dude, dude got like 30 pounds on me now and just plays fucking Zach Randolph basketball yep. now. And yep. I ain't do – and mind you, I had played like four or five games before that. Full so court. And he got there late. I'm tired, dog. I'm not, I'm not about to fucking – Whatever, bro. Who won the first game? That's all that matters. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Only count the first one. <laughs> who, who, who was better in high school? Me. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was straight. Yeah. Y'all was both the same. That's safe. Was, we just good. had different games. We, we complimented each other well. Yeah, we played on the same team, so it wasn't like... It's way different. Way yeah, different. we never got to go. Like, it's different in a yeah. five-on-five set. Whatever. What's it called? You're like I said, you about to be a parent and shit. Wait, you got any therapy, Jones? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, See, got some, yeah. I got some questions for you. I just – I don't want to jump too much off traffic or topic or shit. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so, because I was trying to segue this whole uh, – this whole – misconception about therapists into misconceptions about emotions. Um, so a view from the chair that I've developed since we're doing that thing now is uh, that so many people have this idea that there is good emotions and bad emotions. Have you guys ever had that belief that some emotions are good and some are bad? Maybe not directly thinking about it, but now that you say it, yeah. Not celebrating me being angry. Yeah, sure. And, and let's even let's not go as extreme as like celebrating being angry, but just like because I've had a little change of view on that shit lately in my latter life. Which is what? Dog, I really think you got to learn how to appreciate the lows, dog. You know, you really got to enjoy every aspect of life, dog. Because if you fucked up, it's like you got to really like take that in. You know, like it's not necessarily a bad thing, and then you can have it in contrast to when you up. And it's just a nice, like, it's a nice little balance, dog. But that's only, like, the last year or so. That, that, I think that's a cr- crazy helpful perspective that we're not to not view any emotion as bad or any emotion as good. Just that <clears throat> we have a wide range of emotion. That's part of what makes us human. Um, there's a 13th century... Persian poet that wrote this really famous thing that's used in therapy a lot um, is called to treat our emotions as visitors. Mm-hmm. And he tells this little story about like, <clears throat> when you have somebody over to the house and they, they come in, you have a couple of options. You've basically got uh, letting them in and ignoring them and just them taking over or them helping themselves to your stuff and kind of having a bit of a hostile environment, just pretending that they're not there and saying, you know, I'm going to go do my stuff while this thing, this person that I don't really like is here and they're going to kind of help themselves to my house. Um, just kind of being in denial of their presence. And then you've got the other option, which is clearly more desirable in this example of 
I'm going to welcome them in. Even if I don't like them, we're going to have dinner. I'm going to tell them which room to go in, which is like setting my boundaries. And I'm going to deal with them while they're here, knowing that they'll leave eventually. And he says that that's what we have to do with our emotions, whether it's an emotion that we want to have or one that we don't want to have. Because if we have an emotion that comes in, because we can't stop our emotions from coming mm. in, which is another point that I want to touch on is like, there's this idea that I hear a lot of, I need to control my mind, mm-hmm. which is totally a false thing. Like we cannot control our thoughts. We have no control of our emotions. We just decide which ones we let in and how we treat them. And so I wanted to ask y'all, like, have you, have you guys ever felt as if you have to control your mind or control emotions and keep certain ones out? Like these are bad. I need to not have these. And there's others like happiness that I need to do more often. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like we can well, try to control our emotions a lot, especially like when you down, you're like, man, why am I even, why am I even down right now? Why am I sad? Like, I'm, I'm all right. It, that's when the, it could be worse comes in to your mind. And it's like, all right, I'm not even sad no more. Or I'm not even mad about that anymore. Like it's not even that deep. So that's like trying to coach yourself through the mindset that you're in and say, what I'm thinking right now or feeling right now, it, that's not actually how things are going. Yeah. See, I, I'm different with that shit now because I used to be like that. And then I'd have little playlists and little different shit to where you could like, you got tricks to make yourself happy if you're not feeling the hottest. You feel me? But now I like to soak in my sadness when I get sad, dog. You got to soak that shit in, dog. You going for a little car ride out there, little people on, dog. Soak in that bitch for a quick 30, 45. Process that shit. Just weigh it out, dog. Shit feels good, honestly. You know, it, it feels good to be sad sometimes, dog, no cat. Just got to get through it eventually. Yeah, that, that's real because it's giving you some insight into something. Like, oh, I'm not really living my life. You know, maybe I'm not hanging out with my friends enough or maybe I'm working too much. Like my priorities aren't straight. There's some insight that's coming from that sadness. Well, that's why I like music a lot. Because music, that should change your emotion. You hear a certain song, you just got vibe with it, dog see how it makes you feel and i think like i said i think a song could change your mind like you might hear a song that say why well, i'm too upset about that for it ain't this or you're not bro you can't be depressed and listen to future why can't you future's the most bounce you right the fuck back dog you ever listen to march madness and you sad you, you can't listen to the whole song and be sad dog exactly that's what i'm saying so it is tricks to get out but of that what's wrong with that though it's nothing. That's cool. That's what I'm saying. Yourself to get out of it. Like eventually, you're not letting yourself deal with the emotion in the first place. So if you get inside, well, it's, it's, I don't think it's a trick to get out though. I think you just like process, like you say, you process it. Like, damn, that's fucked up. But I'm not about to. It's not. But I'm with me. I'm not letting things ruin my day. Like if if something goes wrong, if if I'm at Acme and they get smart with me. You're not about to ruin my day. I'm not about to be angry for 20 minutes to an hour after I leave Acme because the cashier got smart with me. I agree with that. But sometimes if you're on a bad vibe, you got to just go. Give an example. Like if something legit is making you sad, you shouldn't just hide away from that shit. You should embrace that shit. And bro, it's different because some people just get sad off the rip. You find sometimes I just wake up, I'd be in a fucked up mood. I don't know why. It's not necessarily a thing that happened. I just be in a down mood. 
So I drive around, I listen to some down shit until I'm through it. Might take like 30 minutes, could take 45, maybe an hour and a half, but you get through that shit. See, I'm the opposite. I'm gonna listen to something that's gonna make me, that'll get me, but I don't see what's wrong with it. Why didn't that work for you? It does work, but I appreciate being sad or mad sometimes. I appreciate, I appreciate the feeling of it. So fuck, I would ask you, how long would you allow yourself to be mad? I think that's probably a pretty appropriate question. Like, I don't know if there, I don't believe that there are right and wrong behaviors or like a right amount of time and a wrong amount of time. It's about turning inward and saying, this is no longer helpful for me. Mm. Like being able to be honest with yourself. Like when you say, what's the right amount of time to stay mad or stay sad? Well, I don't know if there's the right amount of time, but there's a ability to listen to yourself and say, this is no longer right for me. This doesn't feel good anymore. And so it sounds like, Janja, you're a little earlier on. It's okay for you to switch. And you're not feeling like you're ignoring anything that you need to be paying attention to. At all. Dill, you're saying that it's okay for you to stay in it a little bit longer because that helps you to work through it really, like actually work through it. And you guys have different processes. But Dill, it sounds like you're kind of thinking that John might be ignoring something that he needs to pay attention to. I don't think John be having emotions like that, Doc. He's just a <laughs> happy guy. You feel me? The majority of the time, he's some people process it differently, though. Like and I think it, not to cut you off, I think it has to do with like upbringing, like seeing things and living away. And you just like, man, I came from this. I'm where I'm at now. I. I just can't be like I was I was sad sadder I like I've been sadder I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but like when you've been sad like you know what sad is or if you've been hurt you know what hurt is so this ain't hurting me we're just talking about that shit off the pod today dog it's the difference between right. moving the goalposts all the time dog what do you mean like dog like yeah i can think every time i can wake up and go yeah i've been sad i've been more fucked up so there's no need to be sad now i'm not saying there's no need to be or you can't be i'm just saying like just like a song it'll give me like damn not that that's not affecting me today so you look at everything in context of like in comparison to your whole life i wouldn't say everything but uh i would say uh like how you said if it was a real situation yeah like so, if it was something serious, yeah. Because I'm, I'm with you to an extent. I feel like a lot of the reason I wasn't necessarily open with how I felt earlier in life is because that's, that's how we were brought up to our most point is you don't really show that shit. And even mm. if you, people didn't really give a fuck about that shit, it could always be worse. Mm. In context, that shit, it could always be worse. Well, fuck, I could be broke right now. You feel me? I, I could be in different spots like other people that that i grew up with you find so I, in context of life i am absolutely amazing i should be ecstatic every single time and aside from that though i'm just saying like he said the emotion of being sad it ain't even it's like being broke i don't like how they say does it i mean it, i guess it buys you happiness money buys you happiness in a way of comfort maybe but other i don't think it really equates to happiness so that's what mm -hmm. I'm saying. The the broke analogy wasn't really, you know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a certain like beauty in going through different types of pain. Saying, mm -hmm. saying, I don't disagree with that. If there's an emotion that you 
are have or, or if that we're having to avoid because we feel like it's bad, then that's a trap. If I if I have to avoid being afraid, if I have to avoid being scared, if I have to avoid being sad or feeling guilty, then that's the trap right there. Because anytime we start to say any part of being a human being is bad, then we're going to set ourselves up for depression, like depression and anxiety and um, like panic attacks, they're not emotions in and of themselves. They are a response to not wanting to have some other type of emotion. They're all very strong avoidance tactics. Like a, like anxiety is thinking about a million different ways to avoid failing, right? So now you're trying to avoid failing. So let's deal with being okay with being able to feel the feel of failure. The concept of failure is interesting to me. How so? Because it changes all the time. There's so many different, like, my thought of failure might be completely different to what my thought of failure was at 25, 26. Same with success. You feel me? Like, every, it's, it's a, it changes year by year. And by person. And by person, yeah. Yeah. And it's wild. Like, once you accomplish it, it's like, is it really enough? And it's like, you want to accomplish more. That's like the weird balance of life is like, yeah, like, when you figure out what's enough, and then it's like, yo, do you guys ever, like, get, like, fucked up with like goal-oriented happiness oh man terribly like that's my shit to where it's like yo if i get to this certain amount of money or like if i get to this certain like spot in my career or this amount of friends or like this amount of openness like that'll be peak happiness and i'll get there and i'll be like well i could do this 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 too more you feel me so like that shit just changes so so it's like a a different idea what failure is and a different idea of what success is because my idea of failure at 22 like i'll never never uh on that level but it's different now a question of what you said do you guys think we chase happiness i i think i do i think i will find myself chasing happiness sometimes through the right um means sometimes through the wrong means i think that what i'm learning over time is that to chase happiness and to have happiness is to really to be able to be okay with no matter how i'm feeling or how i'm doing because it's more about being okay with those emotions as opposed to having certain things. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I get caught up a lot in being a therapist and thinking about switching how I use the knowledge that I've gained into something more productive, more lucrative. Cause I mean, for real, we don't, we don't make shit. Like we don't make nothing compared to any major professions in the medical field, like doctors or, even high up nurses, like we make less than them. And I get caught up all the time of saying, well, if I can make a hundred K, I would be set. Like that's kind of one of my main goals, which I'm keeping, but mm-hmm. I'm trying not to focus my whole life around getting to hundred K. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the flip side of that. I'm on the like, yeah, like, damn, like, all right, my job now, it's probably going to put me in a good spot financially for my life. As long as I continue the trajectory I'm at now but should I have went a more fulfilling route in a different job for a less paying one? Would I have been more happy being fucking working at a high school as a counselor for 65K instead of mm. trying to hit this, this amount of money and then you get that amount of money, you're like, yeah, all right. So I think the idea of happiness is interesting because it's like the goals you have, like it, it's like if we look back and we go, yo, 23 was like, that was a crazy fun year. Like that was some of our best times. But if you talk to me at 23, I didn't realize that that was such a good time because I was so busy chasing where I was going to be at 30. 
and now I'm about to be at 30. I'm like, yo, fucking 22 was an amazing fucking time in life. So I like, I, I kind of like, I'm trying to avoid the trap of always chasing. It's almost like you're chasing what you don't have. So it's like, you got to find the balance of appreciating what you do have. And then like taking moments to celebrate where you're at as well. I, I agree with all that. I think I try to keep like a 70, 30 perspective, like 70% fulfillment and 30% uh, material things. Um, I'm not saying I'm good at it. I probably keep that ratio like half the time, you know, when I'm can't fall asleep or when I'm, my, my mind is racing about, well, how am I going to support the family or how am I going to be, get the things that I want? Like, you know, I've got a real good friend that's, he's got a boat and he's got something else that's pretty dope. And it's like, well, I would really love to have that. Maybe I'd be happier then, but then, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm like, well, he's probably got the same thought I do of like, well, if he gets something new, then he would be happier. Yep. So, so knowing you have a child coming, does that add stress to you or? <clears throat> I would say so. I don't think th if I were to talk about financially or, or even stability wise, I'm not where I was planning on being having a child. And so I do feel the stress of wanting to make sure that they are good mm -hmm. um, and that Naturally. there's no worries. But also I, I, I can't help but remind myself of if I can be stable, if I can mm -hmm. be joyful, if I can teach them how to deal with their emotions, which is what I talk about all day, mm -hmm. then they'll be better off than if they would have been if they had a jet ski. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You don't agree, do I do. I was just going to ask a different question, but with you, let's go ahead. Go I, yes, you got it. I'm just curious, Bob, because you're about to be a parent. So it's like, yeah, do you think you're taking more away from like what you learned from your parents or like, and then I was also thinking, do you think you can successfully parent up your life? Wait, so. Basically, like, do you think like you're going to take more away from like what you learned from like how you were like brought up or are you going to take away like the opposite of like, yo, I'm going to get my child this because I didn't receive it when I was a kid. Um, you want me to answer with like what the right answer is or what I think that I'll do? There are things that I'm going to try to not do that I went through. Um, for example, thinking of the worst case scenario or um, being more focused on doing things the right way as opposed to the way that feels good, I guess that I want, I think the most important pieces for me, which is projecting into my daughter, is to feel heard and to feel acknowledged and to feel like she is desired to be around. But again, that's me projecting into her. And so I don't mm. wanna bring that stuff into her life. So I've been trying to do my own work to not make sure that I don't, because that could have the adverse effect if I'm always trying to make her feel heard and not meeting these other needs and she's gonna grow up and be like, well, you really made me feel hurt, but what about this other thing? Yeah. Is that, I don't know if that answers the whole question. Yeah, to an extent, I mean, yeah. I like it. Do you guys realize like how like growing up like has affected you now? Yeah, for like, sure. Shit, like I'll go, I'll super go out of the way to make sure I like it, my nephews or godkids or whatnot. 
have like a baseball game or like a, a sports season, I'll make sure I go to at least one of the games. And that's that's a good thing, but I got it out of a negative place. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, like, do you think you can successfully parent out of a negative spot? And I see what you're saying to where it's like, yo, I'm going to overly make sure that I feel like my kids can communicate to me, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. My, um, I'm trying not to go with the therapist side. I'm trying to stay with the human being side. I think my human being side says that you can take lessons from the negative mm-hmm. and maybe be, be at the baseball games if that's what you felt like you didn't have and you know it now know is important to give to somebody else. Um, because I think there is the positives. You can still bring the positives even with that you had, even with the negatives that you didn't have. I don't know if that doesn't quite make sense is what I want to say. But balance of like giving the good of what you got and taking the negative you got and trying to fulfill what you felt like you were missing. Yeah. I agree. Because I think I, I talk a lot about what I didn't get and probably don't give enough credit to what I did get because I, I did get a lot of good stuff. I mean, I was like super blessed and, and had a lot of privilege in how I grew up and just being able to be around both my parents um, and them always being present. And I think I probably focus more on the stuff that I feel like I didn't get because I want to make sure that I don't do that to other people. Which is kind of fucked up though, right? I feel mixed about it. It's like, damn, we're focusing on the negative instead of the super positive of it as well. But I'm only focused on the negative to make sure that I don't, that I can heal that. Like, yeah. I'm fine giving credit to what I got. Um, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I'm fine giving credit to what I got. I, I think that when I'm not fine giving credit to what I got, it's because of the resentments that I hold. Mm. Isn't it kind of funny that like age now, we're still thinking about like shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I was 11, <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? Dog? We're fine now. Who cares? Let's see. That, but that's back that's to the... Yeah, that's the wrong outlook though, right? Yeah. That's the wrong outlook though, right? Motherfuckers all the time. Fine now. Who gives a fuck? That's the fucked up part. My talk, my fuck That's up. where you just said you was the opposite of. <laughs> yeah. You just You're... said you was the opposite of that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm not that right there. <laughs> yeah, that shit works out, baby. <laughs> nah, that shit fucked up. <laughs> nah, that shit fucked up. That's what I'm saying with the small shit and the serious shit, nah. Because it's like it's like an extent to where it's like yeah, like yeah, certain shit was fucked up. But yeah. would I be the same person if I didn't have that fucked up? And shit? that's the that's the appreciation part. But still yeah. knowing that it's fucked up is just yeah, so like, I guess it's like, yeah, like yeah, it just don't don't provide the fucked up shit. <laughs> Hopefully, they get the fucked up shit from somewhere else and yeah. then sculpt them into the person. Yeah, I think there's a difference between like ignoring what we're still fucked up about saying yeah but it's cool i'm fine and yeah, yeah. being appreciative for what it gave us yeah 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 does knowing it-, it still bothers you is that like yeah like like you were saying if it's still bothering you then yeah i, I think that's when you need really need to deal with shit 
I don't know though, because I go through a wormhole and shit, and I'm like, yeah, like if uh, something little changed, and like the whole outlook on life could be completely different. Like you'd be a completely different person. For sure. Completely different person. It doesn't necessarily mean for the better. It doesn't. Mm-mm. It doesn't. So it's like, yeah, shit was fucked up, but it was cool. Because it, it shaped a person who it is. I, I see what you're saying, but. I be watching the movies, dog. You tell me that you must be <laughs> That's the time you yeah, hey, y'all saw Back to the Future. It's the littlest shit. Yeah, you, tra- <laughs> <laughs> you crazy as hell. He said, I know y'all saw Back to the Future. <laughs> Back to the Future hit so close to home for Dale. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's for a reason. <laughs> it, it could be worse. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, dog. Like, yeah. it's like. Like you start at like picking at what you could have had or what you should have had, and then it's like, yeah, well, you wouldn't have turned out how you are now. You feel me? So everything happens for a reason, right? That's how that out of control. No, no, no. Yeah, everything do. I mean, for a reason. Does it though? Does it really? That's what y'all be saying, motherfucker. I be trying to say it's controlling. But then you gotta know people have free will, so it ain't like. This is what I've been trying to argue the last seven pods, dog. (laughs) What? You can dictate your life off your free will, and y'all been like, yeah. Now I'm trying to say everything for a reason. Nah. Back, no, back push from the fucking no. that don't believe in that shit. Yeah, no, I'm back disagreeing with you. You you do not dictate your life, and everything doesn't happen for a reason. I mean, and, both. You I listen. You dictate the choices that you make in the moment, and that's yeah. all you've got. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You don't get to dictate their response, and yeah. I feel like everything doesn't happen for a reason is kind of like a slap in the face. Like when somebody dies, like, well, they're better now. Or like, they're oh, like, yeah, oh, that's fuck bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's bullshit. Place, yeah, that's bullshit. That, that, that shit don't mean nothing to me, dog. Nothing. It was supposed to happen. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, no, 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 no. Or maybe it was, though. You feel me? Or maybe it was. I don't know. You can't try and control life, guys. Thanks, still. Try and control shit. You just gotta let it all fall. In oh, but who's the control guy? Yeah, just let it fall in your lap. Damn, you maybe this therapy shit working. You just gotta let it go, dog. Nah. Uh, now we kind of we kind of pod with the vulnerability. Let me take it to the next level. I have learned over the next over the last like five or six months that I can be codependent as shit, and I have no idea. It's like in such a sneaky way mm-hmm. how codependent I can be on how um on other people's approval and it's it's in the most sneaky low down ways that's not like causing huge issues mm. but when i've looked at it, it's like oh man that that's when i really don't feel that great about something that's what's going on is i'm saying something or doing something so another person can think that i'm funny or i, I know something cool and that's <laughs> and that's got to be hard to like be a not funny person and have that you're well, speaking from experience. Funny. Like when, like when you laugh extra hard to make sure a joke seems funny, even though it really wasn't that good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was getting birthday love, dog, and now it turns out I was hating on me because he don't get that birthday. You. Yeah, it's the post. Says you're fuck boy. I was trying to have a, I was trying to have a safe space moment, but. Still couldn't take it there, so it's cool. I, I, I was trying to like relate to you, but I was trying to think like. Hmm. 
How so? Like I, I... Um, codependency is like uh, spending energy thinking about how other people felt about what you said. Like hoping that they feel good about you. I think I've got a defense mechanism with that one. What's the defense What's mechanism? Uh, if you don't like what I said, eat a dick. <laughs> yep, that's probably a little bit of a, a defense mechanism. Fuck out of here, raw meat. What's this shit? I always <clears throat> say, motherfucker, like I said, well, I'm a lot. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm a lot. I know. It's cool. Yeah, I, I think that. How, how, why do you think that's a defense? Because it's like taken right away, like that right up. Like, you know, if they like some or they don't like some, I don't give a fuck. Mm. That's my mindset. And what's being defended? The codependency shit you're talking about, bro. Because I could care. Okay. But I'm, yep. taking, I'm taking away the ability to care right off the rip. Why, why do you need to do that? Because what if they don't care? You find that I, I could get sad, but I'm taking that away, dog. There's no option. Boom. Boom. So you're say, wait, say that again. If you could, you could get sad if they don't care. Yeah, but I don't feel like that, bro. So I, maybe it's a mental trick. I really do feel like, like if I go somewhere and somebody doesn't like me, I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Like I've never been like they. Yeah, I hope they like me. You've never been like that. Or you're just saying you're not like that most of the time. Like the majority of the time, you're not that way. I don't. I've never felt like the need to like have approval from like peers or like new people I'm around. But to come off as arrogant, like people usually like me. And then if they don't, there's like a little me, contradiction going on here. Yeah, I call bullshit. <laughs> there's a little contradiction going on here. We need to go back a couple episodes. What you mean? When you had said that you would act a certain way around certain friends. Yeah, but so that's that the- more so to make myself comfortable. That's not like, that's not if I care if they like me. It's more so like a comfortability for me. Like if I come into a room and I'm saying a joke or some shit, like it's more so for me to feel good about myself. I don't really care about what they feel. So you tell a joke, so they laugh, so you feel comfortable. That's codependency. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all about me, it's self-serving. Exactly. but I'm going to tap you out, Dill, because you know who keeps ducking all the tough questions? Oh. His whole life. <laughs> I didn't, what's the tough question? His whole life, dog. Me and Dill over here talking about our I've been, I've, shit. Been, I've been hitting you with questions today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His whole life. <laughs> <laughs> what's the tough question? John, I was like, yeah, when I was hooping and I didn't get picked. That was... <laughs> <laughs> Out of bounds, that was kind of sad, but I put his tune on. Like, I'm definitely not about to be sad for 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 a week or days. I, I don't know. I just I, that's just not me. That's not my personality to be sad. You're not, the, you're not codependent on nobody's reaction from anything you do. People that I'll seek approval from, yeah. But if I don't seek your approval, then no. But how do you determine on who you seek approval from? Like my parents, my family, my friends. Like, yeah, love interests. You still feel like that? You're seeking approval from? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want your mom's approval right now? No, I don't feel like I need it. 
Okay. Well, that's you. <laughs> I, I feel like I would want my mom to be proud of me. So, yeah, I'm not about to do anything that I feel makes me look crazy and make my mom look crazy. Yeah, I feel that. I think I might be spoiled because I, I could literally be out here selling crack and my mom would flip it. I was like, Same for my mom. Yeah. Which I don't, I'm not going to say she would be sad, happy about it, but I know she would... She wouldn't look at me crazy. She wouldn't look at me a certain way, but she would. I, I would know my mom wouldn't be happy with me selling crack. So you think you make decisions in life like when you make a big decision in life, it's in the back of your mind like you know, I hope so and so approves of it. No, but I'm not. That's different. I'm not talking about like a decision for me. I'm talking about okay. Give me an example, and I'll tell you how I would do it. No, because I might be with you. Yeah, give me an example. Just in general, how you live life, you 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 basically have an idea. A big decision to me, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna buy a house, I'm not worried about what everybody thinks about the house I'm about to buy. All right, so you're about to quit your job and mm -hmm. you're just going to be a full time rapper. Okay. You care what everyone else is thinking about that? Not if I 100% believe in what I'm about to do, then nah, I wouldn't care. If I was second my guess, second second guessing myself about what I'm about to do, I would probably be caring. I think me second guessing myself is me caring about what other people are thinking. When I don't have to second guess something, I know that's just me acting on what I want to do and not worrying about what somebody else is, somebody else thinks. When you buy clothes, you give a fuck what people think? Nah, because I buy clothes for me. Yeah, I feel that. So you walk into a party. You on mute, Flop. You walk into a party and you're thinking like, yeah, like I got to look cool? Nah, because people already tell me I'm cool. <laughs> uh, that's a little arrogant. Where's they do. But what the fuck? Let, let me give some examples of codependency. Yeah. Taking responsibility for somebody else's actions, like bailing them out of being in trouble or being sad and help mm -hmm. making them feel better. Carrying other people's burdens, um, covering up to protect others from reaping consequences of their choices, uh, doing more than is required at your job or your home in order to earn approval, um, feeling obligated to console another person, um, manipulating other people's responses instead of taking in what they are saying and thinking that that is the truth. Like if they're not liking something, maybe trying to change it. Um, being suspicious of receiving love. Um, like I don't really deserve it. You don't really mean the nice thing that you're saying about me. Um, being in a relationship based off of a need or like a fear of not meeting that, getting that need met. Um, I'm trying to think of a couple others. Solving other people's problems. Um, thinking what should I do versus what do I want to do? Like nothing. Like no. things like that, I think I dealt with at a, like earlier. I don't think I'm dealing with them now. Like. So people hit me for advice and I help them like fix their issue and that makes me happy. I'm codependent on them. Well, I think there's a difference between, well, I mean, when the person hits you up to ask you to fix their issue, is it like in a good way or are you bailing them out? And are they asking you to fix the issue or are you just giving your opinion on the issue? Well, it depends. Of course it does. Because what, what, what do you think happened more? You fixing it or them <laughs> asking you to fix it? Or do you think you're just giving them? Physically fixing it? Hmm? Like physically fixing it or opinion? Opinion. I don't think people really, like, I think people just be liking opinions. I don't necessarily think they really do it. 
what you tell them. What you mean? Whatever opinion you give, you don't think they do but what I'm you... Because they could. They could use my advice. You tell me, I don't know. Sometimes they do. People be saying they do. Like if somebody spends all their money, will you bail them out and make yeah, sure... Like if somebody I know spends all their money on dope and their kid need like Christmas presents, like, yeah, I give them some bread. Well, that's a tough one because the kid, you were looking out for the kid. Yeah, or like they need some money, like gas money or whatnot, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of codependency. Happened at the time or two. Mine is um, being suspicious of, I wouldn't say love, but like liking or like in friendship. Sometimes I'm kind of like, you don't, you just kind of being nice because you're supposed to be nice. Mm. Is that often? It's in new friendships. Oh, okay. And it's probably, it's in like, and that's, I could say even up to like a year or two years, like, oh, they, they're just kind of being cordial. They're not really mean in the love that they're showing. Mm -hmm. You're laughing because you're polite, stuff like that. And you think you'll be laughing because they're polite? I, I will certainly tell myself that. I'd be thinking if my jokes be hitting. Like, damn, I should hit. That's good for you. I can't never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You laughing, all right, bet you laughing. Fuck it. You tell a joke and you think people start geeking and they're like, damn, they're just being nice to me. Nah, you thought that? That's what you be thinking. Oh, you're talking about flock. Nah, I mean, not me, bro. I think my shit too. I think so, I'm yeah, I'm just like, uh, I said it. it. Must be funny. That's yeah. I'll, I'll doubt if, not all the time, right, of course, but sometimes I'll doubt that. Yeah. And you got the dry sense of humor too, so you never really know. Yeah, I've gotten in a really bad habit of making, I have a different, there's a different style of humor I've learned with friend groups and certain friend groups that I've had, I've, I've gotten a really bad habit of making super dry jokes about my my pain and that shit. Like sometimes I'm <laughs> laughing and sometimes I'm not laughing. <laughs> but it gets to laugh though. <laughs> yeah, it gets to laugh and I'm like, that hurt. <laughs> Yeah, we potted on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That one fucking said John Duck and all the hair questions. <laughs> <laughs> that one was five for 15. Nah, we was going back and forth. I don't know what I duck. I don't know how to duck. That's Same. great. What, what's y'all's first thought after sex? Depends which, well, were we happy after this? Yeah, what if you're happy? What's okay. the first thought? They're probably, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm gonna pass on this one. No, <laughs> no we gotta hear it. I think I'm gonna pass on this one. No. What's the first thought? It's all, I feel like it's always different. Even if it's with the yeah, same it person, really it's always different. The situation, because sometimes, yeah. like, don't hold back. Immediately, like, I'm geeked up. So, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, it depends. What, what is the geeked up thought? Like, that's what I want to know. Yo, the why is it The geeked up thought is, so the geeked up thought is, she can have my baby. That's the geeked up thought. <laughs> I, I be geeked up out loud, though. So I start cheesing and shit. Then I start throwing out mad compliments and shit. You guys, I, I just be geeking. So, they start cheesing after. Yeah, that's crazy. I be cracking my jokes and shit. 
Um, you get like, mad funny like, afterwards? <laughs> right afterwards, like 35, 45 seconds afterwards, I'm like, damn, yo. How the fuck do I get out of here? <laughs> like, you know, like, what should I, how do I do? What the fuck? Like, what? Yeah, bro, I'm sick, bro. Yes, bro. You like, said 45 bro. seconds after, how am I getting out of here? Yep, yep. I mean, like, initially. What you doing fucking that person? <laughs> <laughs> it's everybody that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's what's fucked up, bro. <laughs> how do I get out of here? You don't even want, what the fuck? No, nah, bro, I'd be like, yo, I'd just be wanting to be by myself. Like, you know, like get out of here, dog. Damn. Wait, it's why do you feel up, sick yeah. after intimacy? I don't know, bro. It's fucked up, right? That shit's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's, it's very rarely where I'll be like, y'all want to cuddle or some shit. Usually mm. I'll be like, yeah, let me go smoke a yeah or, or play my game. Go watch TV. Like, can you go to sleep right after fucking? I can. Nah, never. What the fuck? Like an instant energy boost. Like, I'll, I'll be up for at least an hour and a half. <laughs> at least. At least. I just had it. No- you already there, bro. Well, one John just came out, right? She was like, I was, I was watching TV in my living room, dog. John, like, what's up? <laughs> like, what's up, yeah? Yeah, it's just fucked up, bro. Yeah, I'm sick. So there, there's something about being that close to another person afterwards, because that's when the real vulnerability kicks in is afterwards, when it's like the, the all that passion is gone, and y'all just laying there like, do I even like you for real? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Damn. Yeah. Damn, I ain't like that. Why is it for me that every time, especially when it was hitting that, it's, uh, I get some rap song stuck in my head. Like the other day, I just got it stuck in my head. G-Mix, Remix, still talking white bricks. <laughs> Two million <laughs> records sold and I'm still talking white shit. <laughs> <laughs> After, it's, it's some, it's always some rap song like that, like talking about selling it's, it's so yeah, weird. It's I, I felt like yeah my thoughts differ from every time especially if it feels good yeah like damn that's that shit was crazy if it wasn't supposed to have that shit crazy that shit was so good damn she got my baby like i could or you thinking like damn i could live with this like, this, this is cool that shit lasts 60 seconds cuddling right at that or I might say, leave me the fuck alone. Or I might say, get off me. That's it depends. It depends. It, it's always different. It's, done. it's, <clears> it's always different. 15. That motherfucker said 15 seconds. Yeah, I'll give you an initial geeked up joke, super complimentary. And then after 60 seconds, yeah, I need my own space. You got something to work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got something to work out. Sheesh. You guys know who Ron Jeremy is? Yeah. Yeah. I think he just caught a case, so um, fuck him and shit. But Ron Jeremy said, um, if you fucking a Johnny, you don't want a nut. And I think of dead dogs or zombies. And I, I saw that documentary when I was 11, which is stuck with me. Think of dead yeah. dogs and zombies. That's part of your issue. <laughs> Ron Jeremy is your role model. (laughs) (laughs) No cat. You. No cat. That's nuts. What y'all got? 
No idea. So do you have questions? You freaked out if you was talking to us, John, right? Mm. And then you stopped talking to us. It's like it was just getting a little too much. Right? So like she's just texting you and whatnot. And like he just happened not to text back for like a month or whatnot. <laughs> and then John called you, right? This happened. And then John calls you and was like, yeah, so you pick up because you might be good with phone calls and whatnot. So you answered like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Like nothing ever happened. Like you ain't just not ghost for a month and a half. And John like, oh, I didn't expect you to pick up and shit. You hear somebody in the background. So like, what if it, John called you and said that she was trying to prove a point to her mom that, that you cut her off and then her mom's on speaker with her. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, Dale, what you apply? Mind you, not even like... You met her mom? No. Not even that serious, bro. Like, damn near just fucking. What mom the mom, fuck? Mom. Yeah, Dale, what you play or something? Damn. I would have banged. I was like, nah, I'm a free spirit. <laughs> the mom's I'm like, a free I'm a free spirit, spirit too. Whoa. What the fuck is going on? Y'all trying. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is going on over there? I be wanting my moments by myself right <laughs> <clears throat> Let's not dunk the fact that you ghosted her for a month after talking every day. Yeah, it wasn't really a talk though, bro. It was more like a casual friendship with um Come on, man. extra extra incentives and whatnot. And you talk to her every day? Yolo, you talk to her nah, every day? Nah, 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 nah. It was pretty like casual and whatnot. And then like if you have a certain conversation, you break down what it is, and then like it continuously comes up in conversation of like something that it's not. And like eventually, you can't keep having the same conversation. So you like you just you get a little freaked out. You gotta fall back. Yeah. Oh, so you got frustrated with keep the same thing kept getting brought up as if it was like a problem when it really wasn't. She was trying to say something that you were doing. She wasn't really with and. You're like that's not what I mean. So like yeah, if you if you go into something mad casual and like that's the agreement of what it is. And then, like, from that agreement, you try to take it somewhere else. And then it's like, yo, like, this ain't that. Yeah, don't call me cussing me out because I didn't text you back. This is like, yeah, this is what it is. Or, or don't hit me with eight paragraphs about this, this, this. So you got to let, let people chill out sometimes. But then when they chill out for a little while and come back a little. Shouldn't have picked up. Then it's like, yeah, all right. I probably should have chilled out. Damn, how did the conversation end? Bro, you know me. I'm I'm personable and shit. So like, I I chopped it up with the mom for a little bit. What the fuck? <laughs> chopped it up with the mom. Mom knew what I was talking about. Damn, she been talking about you for the last month That's to the point crazy. they called you. Uh huh. So I was trying to prove a point to my mom. So you should have texted in advance. So I wouldn't have texted you back. Damn. Sent a text. No, that's kind of heavy. Yeah. Shout out to her mom. Shout out to her, though. Nice girl. Did you communicate to her that she was coming off in a way that didn't seem appropriate, and that's why you backed off? Yeah, bro. I had that conversation like two or three times, so. She wasn't feeling it. Yeah, eventually, like, if you, if you keep doing it, obviously, we're on different pages. We might as well not keep entertaining each other. We can know. Yeah, I mean, you communicated. That's the right thing to do. Yeah, bro. I'm not into this ghost and shit. That shit is weird. But, uh, yeah. How my day's going. Oh, sounds sounds interesting. Yeah, so, 
Oh yeah, you said you wanted to talk about that. Aliens is coming back, dog. Why? Why did you say that though? Y'all didn't peek. Nah. Did you did you see this one? That uh, stone thing that keeps landing in different places. Bro, it was a twelve foot metallic fucking like sphere, a big ass like fucking rectangle that popped up in the middle of the desert in Utah. Popped oh. up for twenty four hours, disappeared. Nobody knew where it came from. It disappeared after 24 hours, and then boom, it disappears. And then where it pop up, bro? Somewhere in the middle of nowhere in fucking, fucking, uh, what was it? Romania or something. Yeah, I was going to say Romania, somewhere in Europe. Yeah, Romania, dog. How do they keep finding it, though? It's just popping up in, like, fucking, like, state parks and shit. Aliens, dog. It, it doesn't seem too, too hard to uh, imagine how that's organized by just some humans who's got two or three of them. That's because you don't believe in aliens, dog. Them shit is coming. They created us. They're going to come back eventually. We're getting close enough to them now, technology-wise, that they're probably picking up where we at and shit. We keep sending rockets. Elon Musk keep doing weird shit. They're they going to come back soon, dog. Definitely believe it's aliens. I don't know if that's an alien. God was an alien, dog. The Egyptians, them, them little gods whatever the Zeus and them aliens aliens and aliens dog. motherfuckers making pyramids and shit fuck out of here dog Stonehenge alien shit it's all aliens dog so your belief is just as far off as ours <laughs> oh, so you think your belief is far off I'm glad you admitted it I, I, I'm not afraid to admit that there's some shit that doesn't sound quite right mm. yeah. I think we, I think we said that <laughs> y'all don't think it's aliens I do. Well, but we just there has to be aliens. Yeah. There has to be. There's no like, way we life form. There's no way. There's no way. I was looking at the moon the other day like, damn, you could really see that shit. That shit crazy. <laughs> I was and, looking and, at the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts, because it's a full moon right now. So I was looking at it like, yo, nah, that's crazy. This shit right there. We, we ain't the only ones. That moon do be right there, though. Right, and the sun right there, too. Now they talk really just heating up the planet. There's mad water on there and shit. On the moon? Yeah. Mm. That's a cr crazy uh, uh, justification for aliens that the moon is right there. <laughs> it's just right there. No, you gotta think it's aliens, dog. They gotta be. You don't think, you I really don't think there's aliens? I've never seen any proof for aliens. What do you mean, really? They dropped all that YouTube UFO footage in the middle of the fucking year, dog. Oh, with that guy. Yeah, what's his name? That's enough for me. Yeah, hey, the government came out and said, yo, here's all this UFO footage we've been holding. And I believed them before that. The fuck? How the government come out and say, yo, we don't know what the fuck none of this shit is. It's just been flying around for the last 50. Here y'all go then. It's aliens, bro. You don't believe in evolution? Okay, that's a big jump. Um, nah, it's not. I'm, I'm going to circle it back. Okay. Um, I think that evolution is real so you don't think if evolution's real that in this giant ass motherfucking galaxy and space and shit and no other planet is capable of having evolution i knew this was a loaded question um <laughs> i don't think that Aliens, baby i don't think that just pure amount of space means that something else can exist i think that's kind of a false correlation it's an infinite amount of space that should I, keep going yeah. bro I get it. You can't even imagine how far infinity is. That's like literally impossible. You arrogant dog. You think that our our planet that special? 
Right, we just the one special planet in the. I know we got a fire ass planet, but I know we ain't the only ones. Yeah, Our shit is fire, but we can be. We the only ones that evolved. Get the fuck out of here. All right, what do you think? You think, we, like, you, you think it wasn't life in other planets like in other times? Because I think maybe like all these different planets had life, but then it just burnt out, and then it like it just happens again on a different planet. Motherfuckers migrated here and shit. Not even migrated, bro. It's just evolution. Like, it runs its course, and then eventually, like, it's times forever. So it, that shit just happens on a different planet. You use up the resource, it burns out, and then it happens on a different planet. It's I've, been, I've been reading QAnon too much. No, I've never <laughs> even read QAnon, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even, I don't, I don't, bro, when they say clean the swamp, I don't even know what that shit means. What that mean? I don't know, bro, but I've been seeing it all the time. They'd be like, Donald Trump, he's cleaning the swamp. I don't know what it means, he, He's saying that the higher ups they eat babies and they drink their blood, and he's draining them. South Park. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was aliens. It wouldn't like be. I don't. I'm not saying I don't think it could happen. I just haven't seen enough to make me think that there, there has happened. But I also guess I haven't seen enough to make me think that it's not real. But they're not. The thing is, they just came out with TVs and microwaves out of nowhere. Motherfuckers <laughs> talking on cell phones and shit. <laughs> like, how you just start? Nah, that shit came from somewhere. You remind me of my one buddy, Flock. Uh, he doesn't believe in dinosaurs. What? I'm with dinosaurs. We got bones. Are they real? I mean, is this TV screen real? I mean, it's yes, it's, it's. I believe in dinosaurs. I'm just saying you remind me of my one friend that doesn't. I just don't know how you can't believe in aliens. I'm not believing in God if I don't believe in aliens. There's more proof for aliens. I believe in both. I believe. <laughs> I believe God was an alien, dog. I don't know what he was, or she, or it. Yeah. I think both create. I think both creation and evolution can exist at the same time. I think things could have been created and then evolved over time to be what they are today. I don't see why you can't have both. What recreated? No idea. Well, you can't be creative as like the, the Bible, John, because they just popped up. They, they was eating snakes and shit. <laughs> that's not and that's the shit that I have you questioning about <laughs> shit like that. They just popped up. There was regular people just eating apples and shit and fucking. <laughs> no, that, that, that's the shit that I had you questioning in the Bible. Two people just fucked a whole population and then they ate apples. What happened after they ate the apples? We had to start wearing clothes? No. Is that how the story went? What well, I mean, the, the whole point of that supposedly is that the apples are just a metaphor from betraying God and going for wisdom that we don't need because it only hurts us. And once we have it, then we're aware of evil too. We can do evil. And then the skin is a metaphor for a shell on pure energy. Like we were just pure energy before we got the shell of skin. I don't know. That's just what I remember learning in theology. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm saying it sounds like aliens. I can see that it sounds like aliens. Damn, yeah. I didn't even know that. Well, we, we all know. Aliens is God. Anyway, John, what do you got? Man, with Flock having a, a child coming, just one kid question for, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all expect hoping to have kids in our future. What's uh, one thing that you would want your child to know? Like, what's the main thing or focus that you would want to teach your child? You think mm. the number one priority for something that you would be raising should have? 
Hmm. That's a good question. I think for me, yeah, it's a question though. I think for me, it would be about um, probably respecting. I don't know. Maybe it's like a mix between respect and dignity and love. I don't know. That's that's hard. If I was to instill one thing, I think I mean, mine might, go ahead. I think mine might be compassion. I thought about it. I was like, just 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 be compassionate. That's a good one. I think you, you could build around somebody being compassionate. I like that one too. Yeah, compassion's good. But I don't even know if you could teach that. I think you could. I think that's, you know, I have, I'm not trying to get into a thing on this in the pod, but mm -hmm. Emily and I are both um, vegan. And I think mm -hmm. that's pretty much the main reason why we do that is because we are trying to show compassion. If you can show compassion to an animal, then you can mm -hmm. show compassion to somebody of a different gender or race. For sure. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'd go somewhere between like humility and, and self-confidence. Mm. I feel like if you're self-confident, you gotta be happy. You would think. I think that's a fair one. We're gonna start something new real quick. Uh, we're gonna pick top three to end the show off. Top three different categories. Uh, we'll go one, one, one until we're finished. Uh, this week, movies, cause I'm a movie buff. Uh, who wants to start? On you, what's your number one movie? I'm gonna go with Peyton Bull. Wow, that's also my favorite movie. Uh, you gotta fix something else, bro. I got it. Oh, this shit's right above me. Yeah, it doesn't matter, dog. It's right <laughs> it above me. It doesn't. All right, I'll switch it up for you, dog. No, 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 no. Go ahead. All right, my f uh, if you take Peyton Bull, which is my favorite movie, I'm gonna go with my second favorite movie. I'm gonna go Gladiator. You like Gladiator like that? Come on, man. What? I've never even seen Gladiator. Shout out to Russell Crowe. Great movie. Great actor. Great actor. Mm. But, um, so if I could have somebody that was to have the baby of my child, it'd be Tom Hardy. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with whatever Batman. <laughs> I'm gonna go with whatever Batman uh, he was in. I was the main John, right? Yeah, that that's my shit. Where's Batman? All right. Now you get your your turn again, Fuck. My turn again. I'm gonna stick with Tom Hardy. I'm going Inception. Okay, I'm not mad at that. I am gonna go back to Batman, but I'm gonna go Dark Knight. Okay, as that's my number two. That's super respectable. Yes, sir. I'm going Blow. Cool movie. Um, and then to finish it off, I think I'm going to go Juice. Juice. Interesting. My number three is going to be Money Talks. I feel like it's the funniest movie ever made. That's a good movie. Mm. Money Talks. That movie. Talks, yeah. Love that movie. I'll go with Moonlight. Moonlight? Number three? <laughs> I've never seen Moonlight either. <laughs> no, I'm not going Moonlight. Um, I thought that would get more Big plot twist. <laughs> Big plot twist to Moonlight. <laughs> I wasn't surprised. Nobody even laughed. It just sounded like that's the kind of movie you would like. But I was just shocked. No, I'll probably go Step Brothers. Step Brothers? I'm not mad at that. For All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, sleeper pick. 
Silver Linings Playbook. Great movie. Ooh. Great fucking movie. Great movie. That's a classic. Okay. I seen that in theaters. That's a good one. All right, so we can wrap it up. Shout out to all our listeners. We're at like fucking 63 now, 64. We're getting mad followers now. Shout Just, out to you. It's my credit mostly, but like these guys have been doing a good job of staying, staying pace. So. Get out of here. We out of here. All right. <laughs>